0: This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Chime checking account and 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply.
1: Fight presents...
0: Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka The Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. I have an amazing host. She is the host and creator of Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Please welcome Stephanie Hardy.
1: Hey, y'all. I'm so happy to be here with you, TK, and with our special guest this evening. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yes.
0: <laughs> Today, we have an amazing show, and of course, it's all about our guests. Uh, she has been in the game for 17 years, y'all. Uh, she, you've seen her on WWE, you've seen her on AEW, you've seen her on Lucha Underground, and she's the three-time Shine Champion. Please welcome Ivelisse.
2: Hey, hello.
0: How are you doing?
2: I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How about you? Good. I mean, for you guys who are... riding right. right right the wave. riding the wave. Definitely. You
0: just getting familiar with our show. Um, we... Women's wrestling talk has been around for, gosh, about four years now. Um, We've done previous interviews with Lee. So we have a little bit of a a history. Um, So if you want kind of like a a Wikipedia of Ibelis, then you should go to our older interviews because that's not what we're going to do right now. Um, So (laughs) let's get into it. So you started wrestling when you were 15 years old. If you can talk to your younger self right now in this moment, what would you tell her about the
2: wrestling more? Um, uh, I would say that most, mostly everything is a little bit of a trigger for me right now when it comes to wrestling. But this is not that much. It's more like in a in a general sense. I would say that because I know that Evolice. Young Yves you least knew that it was going to be quite the task, but it, it doesn't compare to what it really has been uh, at all, but I would say um, just hang on, hang on, hang on. In the end, it will be worth it. Um, all the hard work will, one way or another, pay off, and it will be worth it. <laughs>
1: All right. What are some of the greatest lessons that you've learned during your training?
2: Um I would say because throughout throughout my whole wrestling career, my my biggest lessons have all been when it comes to the whole politicking, everything that surrounds politicking. That's always been my thing. Um I've always said it before, it's my kids uh but not because I'm, you know, the 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 negative that is mentioned about me, not because of that, because that's not true. It's because I believe in hard work over everything and you know that politics is has nothing to do with hard work. Um and, and I've always been a, a strong believer in in working hard for your achievements and everything like that. And I just it's 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 been a really hard thing throughout my entire career to adjust to that. Um, so I, have done what I can, humanly possibly can to at least, uh, uh, learn enough of that to where I can just use it just to soothe whatever situation is going on, but, but not enough to where I couldn't feel myself or I'd feel uh, like I'm losing myself and my identity, what I stand for. Um, so I would say those would be, um, my, my biggest lesson in terms of that, um, yeah. <laughs> so
0: you said in like previous interviews that like you love the anti-hero characters. Do you think there's a, a correlation yes. between um, your love of them and how you portrayed in
2: wrestling? Yes, um, yes. And I, I, the thing is, I, I, I really love them because, I understand them. It's almost kind of like that—that that, uh, that saying of like the uh, yeah bad guys or villains or whatever are just heroes that live long enough through everything just to see themselves be turned into the the heel. But it's only because they've allowed themselves to see things for what they really are—the truth, the lens of truth—and and not and not budget just to kind of fit a, a mold or whatever, you know. Right. Um, so that's just kind of like they just stick, they're, they're brave enough to just stand and stick with the truth and follow that that path of truth with, which uh, brings a lot more pain than anything else. Unfortunately, it's still crazy to me <laughs> to, to see. But, um, but like I said, in the end, it's worth it. Like I feel incredibly pr- proud of everything I've done in my life because I know it's been through other hard work and that there's no other feeling in the world knowing that. So that's just kind of like how I see it.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, if you think of like Thanos, right? Like when yes. I watch him, I'm not like super in- great <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's eyes. I'm not super like, <laughs> you know, comic book savvy, but when you think yes. of it, if you think from his perspective, like yes. in his mind, he thought like, I'm helping the world. Yes. Um, you know, how he went about it, you know, yes. not the best way, but, you know, like, I think with him in that particular scenario, like, his intentions were, like, I really want to help the world. Like, I don't want to take over, but, you know, I, 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 when you're saying that, that's, like, the first character that I think of.
2: Yeah, and there's, like, a few other, like, characters in other movies, too, that uh, have a similar... A similar theme in terms of that uh like for an example i don't know if anyone's seen a uh, hellboy um uh the golden army like the prince that was exiled but it's because he had a certain view and that it uh it wasn't fair the way everything was and it was just feeding like the the human selfishness etc blah 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 and he went through a lot and a lot of rejection and a lot of etc but it's because he was willing to stand for what he believed was right and was trying to to do what was right even though he had to eventually you know take unpopular or whatever measures or ways or whatever but it was for the greater good or whatever so yeah, stuff like or, that or in the case
1: of killmonger from black panther he was definitely it's, one of those villains. yeah another
2: yeah Yeah, yeah. who
1: could who was misunderstood in a sense, but he really had you know a good play and he was just going about it in a very um unorthodox sort of way.
2: Yeah, he felt he had no choice, or kind of like when it came to the the character you just mentioned now, Kiltmonger, like he had no choice where he came from, he had to do what he had to do in order to to you know get to a position where he could create that change that he felt was was missing. Um, and just yeah, stuff like that.
1: Definitely. So you are a three time shine champion. There are some wrestlers who will go their entire career and not be able to hold a strap around their waist at all. What does it take to become a champion,
0: ma'am? Um (laughs) like period. (laughs) Okay.
2: I know I may sound redundant, but it's just hard work over everything. Like, even like at first, uh because the way I first even became a shine champ, like at first they didn't really, like I was even, it was even told to me, uh, confided in me that at first they didn't really have much, you know, yeah, they knew I came from WWE. I I came straight from WWE, uh, but they didn't really know who who or what, or what exactly they just knew I I came from WWE. They even put me to lose on my debut. And in my mind, I was like, I don't care. Like, I just want to go out there and give the best performance possible regardless um what I do like yes it would make sense for me you know so I could look strong etc for my debut but that really wasn't my concern my concern was to just go out there and give the best performance possible no matter what um and then once after that match they were like whoa hold on yeah she's not she's not just some WWE diva and then it was like oh you know and every time that was my goal every single time to have match of the night, no matter who I stepped in the ring with, somehow, some way managed to get match of the night or the closest thing to. Um, and that's exactly how eventually I, I was, uh, put into the title, uh, scenario, um, for the shine, uh, for the shine title. And again, it's just a, a pure example of just hard work over everything. Um, just hard work, hard work. I'm like, I'm going to just put my entire heart and soul every single time. Eventually, eventually, there's just no way to ignore it and it just happened and that's just what i've applied uh to everything that i've done in in, in pro wrestling um and, and thank god it's been um it's paid off in in ways where politics is not so uh so much of a influence <laughs> um and i'm grateful for that i'm incredibly grateful for that
0: so let's talk about you, you cut this um you cut this promo on social media a couple of weeks ago and you were draped in gold, like just, and, and it was an amazing, uh, it was a, I think it was an amazing promo. It had me like, okay, I need to figure out, figure out when this matches and I need to watch it. Um, it didn't happen. So I'm talking about the match that's supposed to be with, uh, was supposed to be with Donna okay. Provo. It didn't happen. Um, and apparently she, uh, I guess she pulled out for personal reasons. But is there a
2: promo that you want to kind of cut now just to make sure that, you know, she doesn't dodge you? Um, they, I've, like the whole weekend, I did like a bunch of promos that had to do with that. And uh, but like I really would say the same. Um, I understand, uh, you know, that I I com- the reasons, the personal reasons that they told me, I completely understand. Um, I am highly uh, confident that she will not leave it like that. Um, she's proven to be a fighting champion in, in, in a lot of many different uh, ways. so I'm highly confident that she'll go right back uh, at the first opportunity to, for us to duke it out. Um, but yeah, it would just be uh, the same the same. That, that promo was uh, from the first shot because <laughs> it, 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 it had a lot of uh, it had a lot of emotion behind it. It, it was like uh it came from the heart <laughs> i feel like that's kind of why it just kind of flowed so easily um but i really i really feel like the promos that i've been doing lately because they come from an emotional place and they come from like from the heart and i've just i've just been able to just at this point at this point i'm just I've let go and I'm just completely I feel I have absolutely nothing to do uh, nothing to lose being myself completely and utterly uh, allowing myself that complete mm-hmm. and utter freedom to just be me entirely in the prom, in any promos. So I feel like I'm having a lot of fun with the promos that I've been uh, having to do lately. So I I look forward to to many more and and even in the uh, even on Saturday um, also, like all the stuff that came up that I had to do that one instance was completely and utterly improvised that would you would have never been able to tell that that whole uh, section was completely and utterly improv and after I came back, I was like, man, that felt so natural that felt so good. like I'm just like it even felt fun like I don't even have to think anymore. I'm just being la Sicaria without without any, any second thought. And I, I'm loving that. I, I love that, like that being comfortable in my skin um, right now.
1: Well, in the sense of rumors versus reality, it seems that you are often misunderstood. Um, why would you think that people misunderstand evilies? <sighs>
2: um, I, honestly, I really do feel it has a lot to do. Um, and Go ahead, uh, uh, Twitter trolls. Take take your, uh, you know. Uh, I'm sure because I'm sure they're gonna try to um, take whatever they possibly can from this. Uh, uh, but I don't care. Again, my higher goal has always been to shed light on anything that ha- that could improve women's wrestling in any way, shape, or form. So um, I do feel that a, a big um, reason is again just because I'm a female, they feel the freedom to to just you know, pick me apart, etc. It seems to be a trend. It seems to be a trend because it hasn't been just me. It's been other females as well that, um, that have a, any female that starts, uh, rolling a, a bunch of steam or whatever, somehow, some way they want to find a way to, to bring them down, drag them down or whatever. And, um, it, it just seems to be something that, that the media enjoys or people just enjoy. And, and I really feel that it it it's something that needs to be shed light onto it to 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 just like just move on from something like that, um and and do the opposite because it's it, it is a major problem in society and it's not just in wrestling it's in everything, um, any female that is like, you know, gunning for for something and actually making a difference or making. You know, making strides or making changes or anything like that. Somehow, some way, they have to find something to kind of try to trample on that or whatever. Um, yeah. And and I, and and I've even had people that I that I didn't even talk to that they just see it for themselves that I've that I've seen them come out talking about it. And I'm like, thank you so much. And it's even a male, so I'm like, that even means that much even more. Like, thank you so much for noticing that. And actually speaking the truth about that and saying how ridiculous it is and how it needs to stop. Thank you so much. Like, that means the world. Um, And uh, I just just hope people uh, open their eyes and just, you know, grow up. (laughs) So with that being said, um,
0: I mean, obviously, Stephanie and I are both not wrestlers. But from what I can see, especially when you're, I don't know if you, you can't really say it's team sports, but you have, like, locker room etiquette. Mm Mm-hmm. Is there like a certain code of locker room etiquette in wrestling that will get you, you know, a certain way, or is it just kind of like? I, I guess I'm really asking: Is there a way to play the game, and you're, in it, and are you not playing the game, or do you think you're not playing the game?
2: It's well, the, see, unfortunately, the thing is that in the women's side, there's so much improvement. That needs to happen because, unfortunately, um, the like cattiness crap from high school, unfortunately, still happens uh, in 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 women's locker rooms. And the thing is that a lot of males are in positions of power still, and then and they just roll their eyes anytime something happens. Like, oh, it's just girls being girls. Ah, oh, it's just girls being girls. Ah, oh, it's just girls being girls. Like, dude, no, <laughs> no, that that. Clearly, nothing will ever change if that's just like the, the the attitude. That's why I feel it's so imperative to put such importance to female veterans because they are the ones who, first of all, have gone through stuff, have earned the right to be able to impose uh, any kind of you know rules to 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 make more order. Uh, within the environment not to be not not so they can feel powerful or whatever no for the Mm. improvement of the environment number one and for better efficiency out there in the ring because it does affect out there in the ring as there's been many of instances of examples um and and the less it can spill into the ring the better because that's where we never wanted to get to, um, to the ring. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's why I feel it's so important. Uh, and that unfortunately there's not that much emphasis and, and, and recognition and empowerment to female veterans, because that's the most important and most essential thing that is missing because, um, without that that structure that structure is not as solid as can be and uh that's what i was trying to fight for and what i will continue to fight for now that i'm about to turn 18 years of wrestling uh, in september and i'm i'll keep fighting for that not again it's not about feeling powerful anyway it's just just create what the change that needs to happen so that everything that happens in the ring is that much better and stays that way.
1: So you mentioned all the ways in which women's wrestling can improve in terms of veterans having more of a say um, in terms of female veterans. What would you say are some of the positives that you've seen since women's wrestling has evolved
2: the way that it has? Well, clearly, I would say clearly, like, the opportunities, a lot more opportunities, like, um, whether it be, like, intergender stuff, or just like a more, more like time, or more opportunities in terms of like more projects and more stuff. That I love, and I, I am incredibly happy to see those things. That that's awesome. Um, it just veterans need to be given that you know that position so they can help make those opportunities and, and to, to just make it that much more impactful, that much more, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know how else to like say it.
0: <laughs> no, you want, you want people who've been in the game for a long period of time to, to lead and to, um, lead effectively so that everybody
2: yeah. that
0: new or old will, because you
2: know, it Yes, because it's not just quality either. It's also safety. Like, it's both safety and quality go hand in hand. And it's, like, without good leadership, like, quality and safety, which should always be number one, will be compromised. So that's, that's, those are, like, the main things.
0: So let's, let's, uh, let's turn it a little bit away from wrestling for for a hot Mm -hmm. second. Uh, You became a dog mom. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, so, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it, it, it speaks to people and their pets. Like I had, I had a dog, and you know, RIP Dribbles. He's long gone, but you know, I still remember. Like he's just amazing. Um, and every interview that I've seen you talk about your dog, like you just glow. So <laughs> how how has I'm already
2: how, going as soon as you mention him. Yeah.
0: yeah. How how's um how's your dog changed your life? And you know, do you feel like Uh, Wait, is it he or she? He. Do you feel like he's kind of helped you up your wrestling game in any way?
2: I wouldn't say my wrestling game, but definitely my mental, (laughs) Uh, especially through everything that has happened. Um, He literally, I I don't know if it was meant to be or what, but my whole life I always wanted a dog, but I always said to myself, I'm not going to get him until I can like, I feel like I, I am financially stable enough to be able to take care of him properly, et cetera, because I had tried in the past and it didn't work out. And it completely tore me apart. Um, cause I absolutely love animals. and I love dogs. It's like, they're like, you know, family to me in that sense or whatever. Um, so, you know, it, it came to a moment, uh, uh, just a, a, I don't know where opportunity that I was told, Hey, my, uh, friend has Huskies and I'm like and they told me the price and I was like wait hold on so everything aligned out of nowhere and I'm like I'm not gonna let this chance I'm oh, I'm literally past 30 and I'm I just can't let this opportunity pass um so I went and I just fell in love and then everything started happening uh like a domino like you know the negative stuff um but I- I'm-, I'm I'm not gonna lie like absolutely everything that's happened um he has been a major uh, major key uh, key player in my mental health throughout it all um so that's why i kind of feel too that it was kind of meant to be too um and like uh again i always wanted a dog and huskies are my dream dog so it was like my dream dog so uh that's another reason why I feel it's, it it was, it's been so, uh, such a key, a major key component to my stability, uh, emotional and mental stability throughout all the craziness. And I know it's been a crazy year for, for everyone because of the pandemic, but you know, add pandemic fire, uh, the, it was an accident before the pandemic. So accident, uh, pandemic, uh, fire my dog's separation anxiety kicked up the roof like crazy. And then crazy, uh, very busy schedule with AEW. So just juggling all of that all together, like just being able to him, just, just him being able to be like, like my baby, even with his separation anxiety madness. Well, again, it's almost like a kid, like, you know, the, the, it's not going to be all, co- you know, roses and rainbows. Um, but, uh, it, it, it was, you know, it was worth it. It's like my baby. He's like my, my, my little baby. That's beautiful. <laughs> so if you could wave
0: a magic wand, take away the politics, like all the stuff is, that has happened, and you can pick one promotion that you worked for, worked with in the past, what promotion would it be?
2: You mean, like, all promotions, like major and small? Yep. I, I would kind of have to say uh, two, because I would have to. To me, to me, in my mind, like, major companies and independent companies are just so in such entirely different worlds mm-hmm. um, that I would have to say one of each. So if I would say one... Uh, from the independent side i would say shine because shine has been that platform that I, I was able it was the first and uh longest platform that has always allowed me to be myself in every way shape or form and that's like the main stage where i've been able to show the world who i am and the caliber of performer that i am i mean to the point where when i left wwe that's hit them giving me that chance was how i was able to climb uh, uh, the ranks in women's wrestling as a whole, um, like literally debuting in the top 10, um, you know, uh, of PWI and et cetera. Like it was like the best, uh, the best year of my career, like at that time and whatever. Um, so I would definitely say that. And I'm still incredibly grateful uh, to shine for that. Um, and in major companies, I would say, I would say I would again, like you said, if I if I had a magic wand and I could erase politics, I would say AEW. AEW, um, despite the um stuff misunderstanding, I'm just gonna say, despite the misunderstanding, um, I like I was I was still able to be completely and utterly myself, least La Sicaria, and the misunderstandings only happened in the end. So throughout that, um, even as I was being presented, which, you know, I feel I could like, uh, I love doing tag team stuff and everything like that. But also I obviously also am a very accomplished singles competitor as well. I was, I was looking forward to it all, anything and everything to just give my entire all, um, despite, you know, not being able to, to show the AW universe <laughs> uh, that other those other elements of who I am, et cetera, um, I still feel like it is the platform that I could best present who La Sicaria is, um, and everything that has to do with my character, everything that has to do with uh, what I could deliver in every department and every and and every everything. Um, so, unfortunately you know just that misunderstanding but again if that if there was a magic wand or if there was somehow some way some some miracle that could happen in life that this misunderstanding could be resolved <laughs> uh i will I'll say wi okay. like it I like it Who
0: would
1: you say
2: is your dream opponent hmm see i always kind of get like uh with that question because I, I absolutely love, in general, the process of, of the creative process um, of coming up with either storylines with or a match. Because to me, a match is just a storyline within that time frame that we're given. Um, and I just, I love, no matter who I'm across the ring with, it could be a not very known wrestler. It could be a very well-known wrestler. It could be a not experienced wrestler or a very, you know, majorly... Uh, experienced wrestler i always see it as a challenge to try to come up with the best story possible or just that creative process of okay la cigaria, well, how would it how would they you know interact with this person or, or this personality etc or with this you know just all of those elements i love all that um so it's really hard for me to say like a dream match but um i would say uh one that I've always thought about that I feel would be amazing um, and would have amazing chemistry is Asuka, Um because I feel like we have very similar styles and I feel like it will be a very uh, like blue dragon, red dragon type of scenario and would be incredibly fun to like, just let it run wild.
0: <laughs> I like that, I like that. Um, so now being in the game for almost like 18 years, um, we already talked about what you would tell your younger self, but is there throughout your career, is there anything that you, if you can change again, bringing out the magic wand, if you could change anything throughout your career, is there one moment or one conversation or one match? Is there anything that you would change throughout your, your career?
2: Hmm. That's, that's kind of a hard one. Um, maybe, see, I can't really see that because,
0: hmm. that's kind it of was... a really hard one.
2: Yeah, because it's crazy, because if you think about it, it's like,
0: then you start thinking, okay, well, if I change that, then that means everything. Yeah, else. yeah,
2: that's crazy. <laughs> it But Yeah, had, that's like, kind of why, uh, I would, hmm. That's kind of why it's difficult to, like, pinpoint. Um, there's one definitely that I would uh, in uh, Lucha Underground when, uh, when we were going to win the Trios um, Championship. Because technically, from that point on, is when I had a major change in the way... Uh, the way I express myself because, okay, because I had such a hard time uh, having to uh, having to rebuild myself from the lie cover up that was used um, me exiting uh, WWE to the the cover up lie used to cover up the bully that you know that came out whatever you know it came out but no matter what, even if that came out like years later and it was uh, like, oh, well, here's the truth. Here's the truth that disproves that that was true. Clearly it wasn't true. Um, Still, no matter matter that, like plain fact in everyone's face, as you can see, it, it just never stops. It never stops. And then everything you do or say just gets uh, seen through that lens. And no matter what, you just have this negativity thrown at you and stuff like that. So I was already having a really hard time, like, vocalizing anything, anything in any way. Uh, Like, the only way that I found safe to be myself was in the ring. Outside of that, I, I had a hard time expressing myself because, again, anything could be or, you know, will be held against you. And like, you know, against this lie that, that everyone, you know, was believing and feeding into, etc. Um, so once that injury happened where I broke my ankle and it was because, um, because I was so excited or whatever at that time that we were going to win the championship and everything. And because I was, I was so excited that everything was starting to finally pay off and everything was starting to get into a positive note for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had put so much work so much work in the Indies like I said trying to disprove that and you know just showing that it was a mistake you know in, in that sense the 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 lie, the attitude uh, crap and also the sense that yes I, I I knew I was worthy in terms of like my talent etc as well so I had put so much work in in the indie. Uh, to become one of the best in the U.S., et cetera, in the women's world and everything. So here we are, Lucha Underground, and I started off doing uh, the manager stuff. But again, like I said, like I did, just like I did in Shine, I just, whatever is being thrown at me, I'm just going to give the uh, utmost bet. So I, they slowly started seeing, okay, you know, she, she really is one of the best, you know, et cetera. And, and uh, finally, you know, there's that moment, I'm like, okay, great, finally payoff. So I felt... Uh, like I, I didn't, I didn't really express myself in terms of, uh, when I don't feel comfortable with something, um, like just being pressured if I, if I didn't feel comfortable with it. So that's kind of how the, the injury came up. Um, before that match in per se, uh, we were, they asked, Hey, can you guys do a, a, a three, a three a triple dive type scenario or whatever. But at that time I didn't really have anything super special, much less that would look uh, equally amazing as these like, you know, flippy guys. Um, So, and we only had a certain amount of time. So I was, I just kind of like man you know they want this like triple dive man that would be awesome so I was just kind of like scurrying and there wasn't enough time there wasn't really enough time to even like practice it etc and I just kind of scurried to try to do that and ended up breaking my ankle before you know even the match uh, Mm -hmm. happened Um, and then that's why from that point on I absolutely just do not jeopardize safety in any way shape or form Mm And, uh, and, and if I do just like, I just like try to make sure that, you know, I cover like every angle possible and still, still, even with that accidents are still possible. But, um, I just always make it a point if a person is just not comfortable, look, if they're not comfortable, just don't just do something more simple or something else or something or like, or, you know, just stuff like that. But, um, in terms of like vocalizing if something doesn't feel comfortable and it jeopardizes safety etc not just for myself but for someone else as well or yeah. anything like that um but that's one thing i would change i would definitely uh say maybe no or or definitely not try to fit this you know try to fit yeah. something that that just doesn't at at the moment maybe if i had more time it wouldn't have been such a such a big issue but just being able to vocalize more solidly yeah. if something just doesn't fit Protection and it uh, jeopardize safety.
0: Yeah. I wish that, like, again, if I can do the magic wand, whatever the transpired with Lucha, and I know there was, like, other stuff that's happened with, you know, the wrestlers and all that stuff, but, like, that was such a great show. Like, I really wish my... Yeah the politics and the BS and um, everything that transpired, because obviously it's not around. Um I don't know. I think it reverse the hands of time and just make whoever was making the bad decisions make the right decisions. That was just such a great concept. And the only
2: reason I didn't say Lucha Underground, because otherwise I probably would have said Lucha Underground earlier for the earlier question, it was because mm-hmm. it's because it technically wasn't really a company. It was a show. Right. Like, yeah. it's, like it, was it wasn't. Was like, yeah. Either. It was just. I would have hoped that it would have become a company eventually, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
1: well, Well, who knows? Maybe one day it'll get, you know, rebooted since they have a tendency to reboot things. Maybe one day it'll get rebooted and the person who wants to reboot it will make it a legitimate thing. You never know what happens.
2: Yeah, they're trying to reboot it now with the Aztec Underground, something like that, Mm -hmm. an MLW. So we'll see. Okay. Well, what's next for Ivelisse? Um, I, I don't even know, honestly, again, (laughs) uh, I've gotten to a point where, um, I'm just grateful for life, number one, (laughs) and every single day grateful for life. And I just am in the understanding that whatever comes my way, comes my way. I'm going to continue being myself and, you know, just pushing for, for, you know, betterment and just, Whatever's meant for me is meant for me, you know? That's just kind of like how I see it. And I'm completely open. Uh, I'm completely open to to all opportunities that knock my door uh, and revise them as they come. Um, But uh, right now... um, from what's already set in stone, I'm I'm Ladies Night Out Champion, Shine Champion, uh, SW, you know. So I'm definitely looking forward to continue to give my best as much as possible, do what I can uh, as their champions. And whatever else other things come my way, I'm, I'm open arms, let's explore, and again, my best. Hard work over everything. <laughs> Dripping in gold, man, I tell you. (laughs) Uh,
0: So we're going to move on to Rapid Hot Tags. Women's Wrestling Talk. Rapid Hot Tags. Rapid Hot Tags is when I'm going to ask you a question. You say the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready?
2: I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's painless. It's painless. Um, So the first question
0: is Who's your favorite artist of all time?
2: Wait, wait! What type of artist? Music artist. Music artist. Oh, uh, I, right now the first one that came to my mind is Snowdrop. Oh my
0: god! Ooh, yes, yes, yes. She has. Oh, she's everything.
2: Um, what is your
0: favorite body part to work on?
2: Arm. What's your favorite show to binge watch? It, it used to be friends, but uh, it's not. It's not on anymore. Netflix, how dare you? Um, so, but uh, yeah, the the one that I ended up being uh, binge watching for like a good amount of time uh, was a uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, <laughs> no kitchen.
1: oh wow! That,
0: like yeah. uh, your house containing everything you own catches on fire after saving your loved ones, your pets. You have time to save to make one final dash to save one other item. What would it be?
2: Man, hold on. I'm trying to think cuz it happened in real life so I'm trying to think what what did I go back? Well, first of all my cell phone. <laughs> uh, yes, so, I, so I could uh, call my my, you know, partner, hey, you know, things are going up in flames here. But uh, aside from like a phone, uh okay, I grabbed Air, you know, clearly Aries with me, with me. Then I went to get my phone. Um, I went to go get my documents. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. This is hard because <laughs> I think that was it. They did, just didn't let me go back in. They wouldn't let me. Yeah, but
0: the most important stuff, so yeah, that's, that's yeah. a good one.
2: Um, <laughs> I know, it's a really boring uh, answer, but... No, no, that's the...
0: I, kind <laughs> of, I feel like um, one day I'm going to put it into the universe that we're going to get an Apple sponsorship because I just started using Apple products. I still have my Samsung phone, so... But I love the fact that everything is kind of streamlined. So even if you didn't get your phone, if you want not get to your laptop, you'd still have everything on your phone. So it's just like... Yeah. Shout out to Apple for doing stuff like that. Um (laughs) if you were to if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30 year old for the
2: last 60 years of your life, which one would you choose? The mind of or the body of a of a 30 year old? Mm -hmm. Well, which one would I pick to keep when I'm 90? Yes. Yes. I would say the body, because I would want to keep that 90 mindset. <laughs> I have all that wealth of knowledge and a, and a fresh body to, to keep producing results with. <laughs> that
0: part, that part. And yeah. last question if you had a superpower, what would it be?
2: Flying. I know that one always. I love flying. <laughs>
0: So that marks the end of our rapid hot tags, and now. Also- hey, I thought I would
2: be terrible, like way more I terrible. I no, you it. were great.
0: <laughs> so, also, what we do in the shows, we have a panel question, and Eva um, Lisa decided to join us for this panel question. Uh, so, I really like these questions because it just lets the audience get to know, you know, us as hosts. So, Eva Lisa is no longer uh, a guest; she's now part of. She's part of the hosting crew now. I guess uh, for, for folks who are watching us get to know you know get to know us a little bit as hosts. So the panel question is if you can pick someone to be your tag team partner, who would it be and why?
2: Well, aside from my already previous tag team partners, <laughs> uh, Mercedes and Diamante, um I would say because I would say Miranda Alize because uh, she we never have been able to do that. Um, she's been a part of La Sicaria for, Las Sicarias for Las for a good amount of time, and uh, we've never had the chance to do that. Um, I feel like that should happen. <laughs> um, I, I would say that. Okay, Stephanie.
1: Well, I would say if I were to choose a tag team partner, it would have to be Sasha Banks um because to me she's the goat of um women's wrestling. Like she's just an all-around, you know, great wrestler. She has um and then on top of that, on top of her singles career, she has really great chemistry with her tag team partners. So if it's somebody that I would want to tag with, it would have to be her because she has the mindset for all of it collectively. And she's just the goat to me. So Sasha Banks would have to be my
0: dream tag team partner. It's so funny. Like when I make up these questions, I already think like I have my answer. But then when I like, ask the question, <laughs> my answer changes. Because Sasha Banks was one of my answers. But <laughs> well, that's a good I, option. I know, right? I want to say Jazz. And the reason why mm-hmm. I say Jazz is that she also has done the show and she cut this one promo. This is right. Um,
2: ja- Jazz awesome.
0: Yeah, she cut this one promo um, and this one, she's still NWA champion. And it literally just gave me goosebumps. And I feel, and, you know, she's on her retirement tour and everything like that, but I feel like she just has the wealth of knowledge. She's a badass. And um, I just... Feel like i don't have to do much work like i just kind of go in and, you know then i'll just tag her and it's like all right
1: she has
2: whatever you her. say yes oh my goodness <laughs> she'll be
0: able to
2: figure it all out
0: so also, yeah i feel like jazz and then hopefully also,
2: yeah, so- i can convince her one more match one more oh match.
3: My oh, my oh my gosh, yeah. gosh.
0: Why, why don't you why don't you say it right now? We can post it on Twitter
2: and you know we've so I, I've been I've been bugging her.
1: <laughs> no, we, so, um, She's trying to manifest like, it.
2: Poke, poke, poke. <laughs>
0: Dora, she did something, um we did an interview with her and she talked about it and then that that match was booked. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying maybe our show has a little you've been poking her, but maybe our show has a little magic powers that Cause I mean, I feel like she, she's, she is retiring mom. I think she's retiring, retiring, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like we're not gonna see the last of her. Um, I feel, I
2: feel it will happen. I feel it will happen.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's put that in the universe for sure. But yeah.
2: thank you. Let's send so out. out the vibes. Positive vibes. <laughs> thank you so much
0: for joining us. Um, where can people find you and all that good stuff?
2: Uh, people can find, I don't have a, a, I know there's like a million gazillion apps now, but I'm going to keep it, (laughs) I'm going to keep it to the, to the basic main, um, Twitter, uh, my handle and Twitter is at real Ivelisse, um, and IG, my handle is at Ivelisse Velez, um, and also Patreon, um, just, uh patreoncom even at least. Uh, Um and that's pretty much it. Like I don't, I I don't plan on getting on no. Definitely never. Absolutely never. Onlyfans. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nothing else. No, no, <laughs>
0: no Twitch. Also a lot of the work. TikTok and Snapchat and I. Oh, I do have
2: TikTok. I do have TikTok, but but I don't. I'm barely like it's once in a blue moon. So that's why I don't really like. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's, um. It's- I it's
0: do like a do these, job.
2: It's crazy. <laughs> I uh, I do do these like I, I don't get on Twitch because again like I, I don't want to like do more accounts like just like more madness. Um, but thankfully, uh, IG is doing this thing called badges with uh yeah with, uh yeah with the IG lives and like Twitter is getting on something else with like ticketed spaces and stuff like that. so whatever other stuff uh basic, you know, IG and Twitter will get Then That's where I'll be on to, you know, with more interactive stuff. <laughs>
0: sure. um, and Miss Stephanie, where can everybody find you?
1: Well, you can follow me, your girl, Stephanie Hardy at Hardy Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Hardy Wrestle Pod. That's H-A-R-D-Y like the Hardy Boys.
0: There it is. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, Ivalice, for joining us. Um, Thank I mean, you. if you're watching this, you're watching us on fight TV and we'll be on fight TV every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, so make sure to check that out, but you can also check out our social media at WW talk pod, all social media accounts, definitely go and check out our, um, YouTube page, those interviews I was telling you about with English, they're, they're up there as well as other, a lot of other interviews from like forty, like Four years worth of interviews, it's all there, so go and check that out. My name is TK Charidad, so you can follow me on everything at TK Charidad. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, Ivelisse, for joining us. And until you. next time. Thank you. Ciao. <laughs> Welcome
3: to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is Katrina Blake. Thank you for watching Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition. We have so much to talk about, so let's get right to it. On August 5th, 2021, Mickey James came out to announce on an episode of Impact that Melina Perez will be challenging Diana Peroza for the Knockouts Championship at NWA in Power in St. Louis on August 28th. Now, Melina has been part of NWA since November 19th, 2019, having various matches and serving as Thunder Rosa's manager. However, before... August 28th, Melina will be making her Impact in-ring wrestling debut on the episode of Impact on August 19, 2021. In an exclusive interview with Digital Spy, Zelina Vega said she returned to WWE because she felt that she had unfinished business with WWE. Now, Zelina Vega was let go in 2020 during the Thunderdome era, however, 8 months later she returned back to WWE. Still going on the Thunderdome era. She was able to experience the live audience at Money in the Bank when she made her appearance a re-return in the Money in the Bank women's match. Now, Zelina said she's been looking forward to going after the SmackDown Women's title. She feels that's where her energies will be focused on. And she doesn't know if it's going to be Sasha Banks who will be champion at that time or will it be Bianca Belair, but she is ready to take on either one of them and become SmackDown Women's champion. Now, I left all three women, so let's see what WWE decides to do with the three of them. In July 2021, Kiara Hogan announced that she was officially done with Impact. She had done some tapings, the last one being in Nashville, and she decided that she will be a free agent. Now, Kiara Hogan has been a two-time Knockouts Tag Team Champion with Tasha Seals in their tag team, Fire & Flavor. Kiara Hogan made her AEW debut at AEW Dark Elevation on Monday, August 16th. Kiara Hogan went against Haikaru Ishida. Kiara did lose the match, but as she is a free agent now, I am interested to see if AEW will sign her or she end up in some other wrestling promotion. On August 14th, 2021, Diana Perosa won against Fabi Apache in the Triple H Triple Mania 29. This is a champion versus championship match with Diana putting her knockouts championship on the line and Fabi putting her Rena de Rena's Championship on the line. Diana Perosa wound up being victorious, adding two belts to her collection. She has had an impressive run since leaving WWE and now she is the knockouts champion as well as the Rennes de Rennes Championship currently. Now, Diana Perosa will be going against Melita at NWA's in power on August 28th, as I mentioned earlier. So I am excited to see what else Deanna Perosa will do on this impressive, impressive run. That wraps up Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition. Thank you for following along. Please remember to follow us on social media at www.talkpod. Also check out our website at www.talkpod.com. You can find me on NCAT We Trust on Facebook and YouTube. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at NCatWeTrust. We Trust, the E being a 3. Thank you for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk,
0: the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.